0: It's the new home of Scotland's free speech.
1: Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world.
0: Coming up on today's show we have the council cuts in Edinburgh wanting to save 70 million in cuts but also want to uh, build a new extended tram line down onto Leith Walk at 140 million. So if we have to spend 140 million, why do we have to cut 70 million? So where are they getting the money from? Also, 30,000 bus, 30,000 pound bus lane U-turn because it tripled the journey of traffic. Prince Charles thinks the problem with Syria and ISIS is all to do with climate change. Is he off his head? And homeless put to the back of the line again due to Syrian refugees arriving in Glasgow. Coming up on the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Hi, welcome to another show of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. It's the Ramsey in the hot seat taking over the controls. Thank you to Jonathan, our uh, analyst, who, is, who previously did our last podcast, talking a bit about uh, politics and what's going on, and also with the health health service and junior doctors. We thank you for that. We look forward to his next instalment uh, on, on the Hadrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. We're now going to talk about cuts, uh, uh, cuts the Edinburgh Council want to make. So Edinburgh Council want to make a basic 70 million cuts in public services, also affecting kids who want who are going to be crossing the road uh, during lunch hour due to the lollipop woman or man basically being cut the service. So safety of kids, health and safety are going to be up in arms about this. Uh, oh, sorry, they are part of the council already. So health and safety want um, are going to have to, to zip zip their mouths and say nothing. Let's find out uh, what's going on because. The reason why they want to make cuts is because they want to extend the Edinburgh tram line down to Leith Walk. Leith Walk is a part of Edinburgh. This is well used to, didn't used to be a part of Edinburgh for the, due to the history of Edinburgh. But they want to extend the tram line at the cost of the basically at the council's expense, but the cost of services. So let's find out what they're wanting to cut. Okay, Edinburgh Council. Let's just say a bunch of muppets. Hell bent on destroying Edinburgh, hell bent on oh, destroying the capital city of Scotland, and I they're making a damn good job job of it. Seven seventy million savings they want to make. Seventy million, right? Okay. Here's the cuts that the council want to make. A new round of council cuts have been unveiled, including scrapping lunchtime lollipop patrols. Okay. Your kid is going to now be less safe crossing the road during your lunch the lunchtime period at school. So. Hey, if there's a rise in children being knocked down, or any injuries, uh, or cars is not bothering to stop because of seeing school kids kind of crossing or whatever, well, there we go. There's your answer. 70, if you wonder if you have any problems with your kids, or they get knocked down, or any injuries going forward, because the council only to save 70 million quid to help build another extension to the tram line, which is basically a waste of time and money and cost to businesses around Edinburgh, it already caused havoc around Edinburgh because of the the overrun over budget uh faffing around of the Edinburgh trams because the businesses they, they tore up Leithwalk they tore the whole place up caused havoc the whole place was a total mess and um it costs people who are in self-employed owning shops their livelihoods. It costs them a lot of money, and are the council going to pay that back? Are they, are they ever going to get that back? Are they hell? So, we have lollipop. They want to cut the services of the lollipop the lunchtime lollipop uh, patrols, which I think is stupid. So they obviously don't care about health and safety of these high vis muppets or something. Sorry, Ken, sorry. I'm going to cut the lollipop people. Sorry, you're going to build a tram line. Yes. Hi Viz, Mister yogurt knitting idiots, and we voted these plonkers in. For well, for the ones who did vote for these plonkers in, are a bunch of muppets. Do you really want to see Edinburgh destroyed at the moment? You're obviously quite happy with that. Um, city leaders are almost already consulting on plans to uh, swathe the oh, swathe of cuts, including 200,000 job losses. So basically, your chance of you've got 2,000 jobs could be going because they want to build the bloody tramline. There we go proves how much you're valued in your job, and health and safety, well, health and safety, I don't really care really, because they're all part of the same corrupt scheme. Great. um, Budget for the next four years. They say extra measures will take them close to the target of 126 million savings in 2020. What are they spending their money on? Sorry, are we funding these these muppets? Are we funding these guys to sit around a table and discuss all this crap, and feed them expensive teas and coffees, and don't forget the biscuit fund, the and cakes, and the expense claims for getting going from two-mile journey and etc. etc. We've got to ex- keep the expenses up. We can't cut the expenses in the council leaders. The council wants to withdraw the school crossing patrol at lunchtime at 75 primary schools. 75 primary schools. That's a lot of primary schools in Edinburgh, saying traffic is less busy and and few. But if any pupils uh, go home for lunch, and hey, a lot of pupils do go home for lunch. But one lollipop lady, a 14-year server, said the move would a little bit put my teeth in there. <laughs> inevitably, um, put children's safety at risk. She said. Um, if any are withdrawing the lunchtime stint, they are under, um, endangering children's lives. Some drivers are terrible, and the only deterred, deterrent is a lollipop stick. The council is making a big risk doing this. It, if a child gets knocked down, how are you going to, how are you going to feel? i tell you something, that will happen. If it does happen, it's, uh, the council are going to be up, basically hauled across hot coals, if not more. She said some lollipop guys might quit because they could af- they could not afford the loss of 120 pound a month in their pay. Lollipops are the lowest paid people in the council. They need to save money at the top, not the bottom of the pile. They're going to spend millions taking the tram down Leith, but they take this away from people who need who look after children's safety. The budget proposal, had published in September including an increase of up to third in a pay of display parking charges. So basically we're going to up the parking charges to a lot of the, the most expensive place to park just about in Edinburgh. They uh, up the charges from £2.60 to £3 in, uh, in basically the areas of the Old Town and West End. Now the council want to bring in further rise of 40, 4.5% per year rise for the next four years, but officially said it's not been decided whether... This would affect the same zones or other areas not covered by the existing proposals. The Council said the proposal proposed 500,000 cuts is in 2.6 million funding for community policing and violence reduction um, comes after negotiations with Police Scotland. So, wow, (laughs) there we go. It says it all. Um, So we're going to have community policing. The A 500000 cut in in a £2.6 funding for community policing. So if you're going to be less safe, that's great. Community policing, you're going to be less safe than where you are. Your kids are going to get knocked down, probably more chance at higher risk. Um, The high-vis Muppets sitting around the council desk. Well, hey, hey, you couldn't get it much clearer than that. Council cash currently pays for 44 community constables and 12 city centre officers. Last year, the council dropped a threat to cut the contribution. After all, it won assurance from police chiefs that officers would not be switched from their community role to other duties. The latest cuts proposals sorry, the latest cuts proposals also emerged: 1.15 million saving from changes to waste services. Garden waste collections would be would be. I ain't put my teeth in today. Garden waste collections would move to every three weeks, and glass recycling collection to every four weeks. Well, that's going to be good. Let's build up of waste collection in our in our homes. More ch- This is going to make it fun for everybody. Bins are going to be a lot fuller. They're going to, have to uh, overflowing probably and cause the place looking disgusting and shabby because the council. Oh, they want to build a tram line. Oh man, they want to build a tram line. Uh, uh, sorry, we got we can't afford to come and collect your rubbish, even though we pay our council tax. But we can afford to build a bloody tram line okay, I see the logic in that. Let's build a tram line over collect making the place look a total, utter SHIT hole. Um yes, trade waste services could not be provided for non-council buildings and commercial waste would no longer be accepted at community recycling centres. The council plans to save another two hundred thousand for scrapping the night noise team. So basically you're to make as much bloody noise as you want. Great. There we go. That's a good thing for clubs. They're going to be pumping up the volume because the night noise team, well, they can't afford to pay them. That's good. Which currently deals with complaints into the small hours from Thursday to Sunday. Um, calls about anti-social behaviour noise would instead have to be directed to the police. Well, that's going to, even though the police are going through cuts as it is, that's going to add extra pressure onto the police and don't forget they'll be probably dealing with really uh, just silly stuff and when they could be out there catching badans, But that's not going to happen, as already happens uh, on other nights. Another one million will be be saved by withdrawing repair and maintenance of stair lighting in around 70,000 tenement properties. Okay, that's good. Okay, so if your stair lights are out and you're walking down the stairs and you have an accident, and you, oh, that's health and safety again. Hi Viz, health and safety, yogurt knitting, uh, Guardianister Muppets again. Okay, they're going to be, that's going to be interesting. Oh, sorry, they're part of the same council, so they'll just accept it. Sorry, uh, so that's that's good. So if your tail lights are out, you're screwed. You ain't going to get them fixed. Uh, Edinburgh is currently the only local authority in Scotland to provide this service, and the council want to save 2.8 million through a a renew a review of the city library service. So basically, your library could be knackered. Well, if you whatever library you're using, it might not be. It could be closed. So if you want a chance to get in you just have a book. So you're just going to have to go and buy it. There we go. The proposal says there will be a, a, a rationalisation of libraries to meet the needs of local communities. Some libraries will continue to be standalone, other combined with community centres, and some run by local communities. The School Music Service will be reviewed and explore the potential for it to be self-funded, for example, through the creation of Social Enterprise Model. The proposal says a service be created where the quality of provisions, will be maintained. However, there will be a contribution for more music tuition based on the ability to pay. The, the, council, uh, lost the council said 25% of 2.2 million music budgets should be re- retained to support children from poorer families. Hmm. Okay. Other cuts would include reducing maintenance of parks and greater community management to green spaces. Okay. So, we want to encourage our kids to go and play, we want to encourage the kids to get out and play and stop sitting in front of an Xbox or a PlayStation and watching the telly to combat obesity. So if the playground becomes unsafe to basically play in and dangerous, they're more likely going to simply stay in and watch the telly and because the parks are unsafe because they can't be maintained. So mmm this logic is fantastic so we also here's just carry on the story this is brilliant we really want to hear what people think of these they want to hear what people think of the proposals absolutely ludicrous bonkers raving mad I think we're gonna to have to have some music to describe these people um Benny Hill comes to mind Benny Hill comes to mind and uh, let's just uh, <laughs> I'll tell you something he's get Edinburgh Council are hell bent on destroying Edinburgh. Totally hell bent. And they just because of a tram line. They want let's build the tram line, but they want we're gonna cut the local services. So we've where I stay there's like bins, it's all shared bins, and the recycling is just gonna go up, 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 up. As I say, the me, it's just gonna overflow and Edinburgh's just gonna look like a total toilet. And that's because they want to build a tram line. What can I say? Oh my goodness. So let's have some music to compensate and give the Edinburgh Council a big cheer because here we go. there we go, another Benny Hill moment, and we're going to come back to another story. Our next story is another council, another council story who have made a 30000 grand blunder because they wouldn't listen to the public. Now, a bus lane which now causes you to triple your journey has to be scrapped because they didn't listen to the public. Oh, that's a surprise. Local councils don't really listen to the public, even though they've been voted in and we're paying their wage. And, yes, so, mm, this is good, wonderful, there's wonderful people, so let's read the story about a Cornwall Council being total Muppets, and I mean Muppets, a new bus lane to be removed as just after 21 days, logic, over 30 grand, 21 days after it was open because it tripled journey times for drivers. The red-faced Cornwall Council have agreed to scrap the new lane after reportedly ignoring feedback from residents who said the planned bus lane was uh, disrupted their commute. The objections were raised before the lane was put in place and now the problems predicted by motorist groups having seemingly come true. It cost around... Yes, it cost the council of 30 grand to create the new lane which was designed to help carry passengers from new park and ride system to the city centre of truro hmm 30 grand the bus lane tell you something 30 grand it's a lot of money sadly it estimated the cost when a further 30 grand to remove the new lane so basically it's going to cost them 30 grand to move the blinking thing 60 grand down the pan council reme- council members admitted the bus lane caused travel chaos after camera data revealed that the lane increased drive time between uh, Treslin uh, to Truro uh, from 7 minutes to 21 minutes. Councillor Bert Biscoe, cabinet member of Transport, said we are not achieving a better balance flow or or, or offering bus users any benefit. Oh, they, and they realise that now. So they don't really listen to the public. We've decided that most councillors don't listen to the public and why are they not listening to the public? Because they're on a nice wage. They're on a cushy day wage. And, sorry... And the high-vis, guardian, Mr. Yogurt-knitting liberal idiots who are in councils don't seem to listen at all. And it's time we should have a system in place for councils across the country, whether England, Scotland, wherever, that we need to have a vote, a way of getting these council people out. Even if it's during an, uh, during their t- their their term, we should have a, a system that we can actually vote these guys out and have some people who actually speak sense, have common sense and not stop destroying simple, wasting money in cities and towns. On this basis, it is clear that the final part of complex scheme needs to go. However, several people, including St eggs an egg company based in Cornwall, believe the council should reimburse the public finance purse. I think it's true. If any council who make a complete and utter balls-up of projects in a city, at the cost of the public purse, should reimburse... The public purse because it's th- just by not listening. Why do these people not listen? We'll, we'll never understand that because that's the yeah, that's councils for you, local councils. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so that's pretty much just a very quick story in that. So let's appropriate music again for these Guardianist or yogurt eating idiots, liberal twats. Sorry, twits with an hmm <laughs> Gotta get it correct. Switzerland let's uh, get the proper music for these idiots as again you can guess what it is <laughs> back after our Benny Hill track for the Council Muppets. Uh, Now, our next story is actually regarding Prince Charles. Prince Charles is, he's obviously kind of agreeing with Charlotte Church, or sort of. Uh, Now, Prince Charles blames the horrors of the Syria war on a failure to tackle climate change. Hmm. What is the weather got to do with people killing each other? Hmm, I wonder if we'll come back to that story in the Daily Mail today. The story breaks. But let's have a word from some of our sponsors and adverts. Thank you.
1: This show is brought to you by EdinburghDusters.com and IdeasGoingLive.com What's up? It's your boy, Relevision, host of Five Mics Radio. Fridays at 11.30, live from New York. Shout out to the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast. <laughs> Join the show, tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hatrick and ramsey at gmail.com. Hey. This is yours truly, Black Caesar X of the Sea Pirate Network. And when I'm not out here listening to Hatrick and Ramsey, we're broadcasting out on the Sea Pirate Network, www.IKO.HAUF. We're looking forward to having the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast up on the channel on our network So the Black Caesar, Rats I'm out.
2: We're
0: we going back after that. Wee commercial break, people. Right, the, let's talk about Prince Charles. It's basically, story breaking today that the Syrian crisis that is spreading terror across the world was prompted by climate change. The prince of Wales has claimed. Now, okay, when it's pissing with rain, and it's uh, it's cold, and uh, it's sunny, and it's really hot, right, I'm just wondering what the weather has to do with people taking a machine gun, or a gun, or a suicide bomber, going to blow the living hell out of people, and killing, murdering people, and people just destroying people's lives, innocent lives in Paris. I'm just trying to figure out what the Blue hell has the weather got to do with that? Let's read the story. Um, In a controversial interview, Charles argued that the cumulative effect of global warming was one of the major reasons for the horror in Syria. Eh? Oh, there's a a bit... We're getting a bit warm, wet weather today. Let's, Let's blow up a couple of cities. Great. Right. Okay. He warned that a decades-long failure to tackle climate change inevitably meant greater conflict over scarce resources and even the Pentagon had realised the root cause of war and terrorism was what we're doing in our environment. His outspoken comments were made on an interview on Sky News recorded before the Paris attacks Charles claimed the current crisis is um, resulting from five to six years of drought in Syria, which forced vast numbers to leave their homeland. His remarks follow US research in which scientists that said that climate change was a key factor in the 2011 uprising that sparked the civil war in which 250 Syrians have died and more than 11 million have been forced from their homes. Members of Barack Obama's administration echoed the warning, as did singer Charlotte Church, who faced public ridicule after giving her views on BBC One's Question Time last month. Speaking ahead of the Union UN uh, Climate Conference in Paris, Charles warned the globe was uh, heading to, uh, towards catastrophe and chaos, and without urgent action, life will become very, very complicated indeed, and the world problems far worse. We are now facing a real possibility of nature's bank going uh, bust, he said. Do we really have to face catastrophes and chaos before we understand it? The real action needs to be taken. The difficult with that. All that is that... can't can't speak today. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the difficulty uh, to take action already is too late. So is it too late to take action on climate change? I mean, what do you think of climate change? Yes, do we need to do something? Uh, I probably could do... Yeah, I think we probably could do something, but maybe to the extent of what they're trying to say is just a bit... Outrageous um, to relate climate change to the wars. Um, yes, maybe if we stopped. I mean, okay, let's if we stopped letting uh, people basically coming in. To, I don't know if we stop having open border policies around the world. Maybe and and we wouldn't have to rebuild blocks of flats for people to for people to, apartments for people to stay in. Uh, And get rid of greenery, green land, and things. I'm not saying. I mean, there's been in cities and around the world. There's some beautiful views. There's some beautiful sort of scenery that doesn't need, but is now getting ripped up to build concrete blocks, concrete uh, for basically for people to stay in. And this is probably why we're destroying our own. We're destroying our own planet. But. The simple fact is, we don't really. We're not bothered anymore about that, are we? We just seem to. As, long as we're we're breeding like animals these days, uh, and we're just. We're, the whole point is, we're destroying our own. the The world as human race is destroying itself, really, and that's what's happening. Um, you can't eat this. You can't do that. You can't uh, buy this. You might get. You can't say that and blah blah blah. blah. We're basically we're knackered, because the PC brigade completely correct buffoons, the high-vis yoghurt knitters, and today, the society of the world, uh, well, we're all screwed, really, bottom line, because we can't do this, we can't do anything. This gives you cancer, this doesn't give you cancer. The research of this says you, it gives you blah blah this is, you eat this, so it doesn't, or you drink that, and it's better for you, then one minute it's bad for you, and then you go, eh, which is good or bad? So, well, if you're with us or against us, or, against, or should I should say against us, or what do you think of this story of Prince Charles relating the Syria war to climate change? Is it just total garbage? Or are you agreeing with it? Or Maybe you're the Charlotte Church fan these days. You're total greenies, liberal lefties. Anyway, uh, next story, I'm going to talk about the recent Syria. It's sort of been talked about, it was a bit last week. The recent. Uh, Syrian refugees arriving in Glasgow, and now I'm going to, before I talk about this, we're going to hear some more music from Rick Parma, Rick Parma is, is a jazz and singing artist in America, uh, and we're going to play some of his music, and it's good music, if you like a bit of jazz, uh, we do have some other people we're going to play music as well from, uh, but at the moment I'm going to play some, one of Rick Parma's uh, songs. And uh, I want you to enjoy it, and if you like a bit of jazz. But if you have any music out there and you're listening and you want to send us it, please send us it to hatrickandramsey at gmail.com. Also give us feedback. Please download our shows. We have a a few, a lot of shows in the archives now. uh, This will be the 84th, 83rd show. Uh, You can find us. Uh, We're on iTunes, we're on Podbean, we're on SoundCloud. Please uh, come and have a listen. Please uh, like like us on our Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. Um, give us your comments. Give us your feedback on what you think uh, that what you think about the stuff that we're talking about. If you like it, you hate it. How could we do better? But please download us because this is going to be the new home of free speech. Scotland's free speech radio show, online radio show. No antenna. No re- not regulated by Ofcom. Not regulated by the, not part of the mainstream media. But the home of free speech, Scotland's home of free speech. So please download it, as Jonathan said in our last podcast, uh, and as like the last one, I said, uh, download it on your i, iP- your iPad, your iPhone, your computer, everywhere, and uh, get listening to it. Give us some feedback. Thank you are the guys that make our podcast. We have had listens all over the world, from, oh, take your pick, everywhere. It's been fantastic. Canada, America. Azerbaijan, Qatar even, Saudi Arabia, Russian Federation, my goodness, if you don't end up with her, you're going to get taken out, <laughs> it's going to be interesting, uh, but yes, this is good, so anyway, I'm going to hear some music from Rick Parma, and, uh, and then we'll come back with our latest couple of stories, and we'll wrap it up from there. <coughs>
1: I say, hey girl, how you doing? Do you mind if I talk to you? Hey girl, how you doing? Can we chill for an hour or two? Hey girl, how you doing? You've got me mesmerized. Hey girl, how you doing? When I look into those beautiful eyes. Since that perfect day when you took my breath away, girl, you changed my life. Girl, you changed my life. Now when I see that smile, I just stop and think for a while about the day that I met you. And I say, Hey girl, how you doing? Do you mind if I talk to you? Can we chill for an hour or two? Yeah, yeah. Hey girl, how you doing?
0: Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. That was music by Rick Parma. Uh, it was called Hey Girl. Uh, it's a really good tune, really good music, very really chilled out, really just nice for listen- easy listening music. I want to talk about the recent uh, story that broke? Home- We Glasgow or Scotland recently welcomed refugees uh, to Glasgow. Now, whether you agree with that or don't agree with it, I would say why are Syrian refugees getting preferential treatment over the homeless? Ex war veterans who can't struggle from getting a a plate of homes, etc.? Now, is It makes me sick that these uh, our own people are on their street, the people who live in this country, the homeless who are getting pushed to the back of the line every time, because of uh, problems that are going on in our country, and these people who are walking to a place to live, but the homeless are going to sit outside in the pouring rain, getting wet and cold, because yeah, oh sorry, Syrian refugees take priority. Hey. <laughs> All these married Blacks of the SNP, well, sit, refugees welcome, I'm sorry. Um, I think uh, charity starts at home. As much as yes, it's not good what's going on over there, it's not good at all, but why are we giving not giving the people of our own country, or people in the streets, the homeless, priority? These people deserve more than uh, these Syrian refugees, I'm sorry, but and They'll get everything paid for them. Well, it'd be us that pays for it. So, but why are we not helping our own? Why are we not doing something with the people who are already uh, on our streets and trying to get the homeless off the streets into somewhere warm on a regular basis and, and re- starting to rebuild, it, rehabilitate them and build their lives up again and get them into jobs in some way or form? So why are we not doing that? This is what annoys me. So, and they just. It's, it's all down to the EU. It's a plippin' Merkel, who's just an idiot. And I think she's an absolute twit, twat with an A, twit with an A, <coughs> that's what i say. But they just there's no control. And it's down time for UK, the Britain, to get out of the EU f- once and for all. We need to make our own uh, border laws, we need to make our own stuff, and uh, we need to re- rip up, almost like the book needs ripped up and started again. It's time to get out of the EU. And why are we favouriting favouritism, f- giving favouritism to the Syrian refugees, but over our own people? Uh, and there's people who can't actually. There's ex-army people. You come out of the army, but they can't get a job. They can't get into homes. and they suffer? But we. I'm oh, sorry. Thanks for serving our country, but we don't care. But Syrian refugees are more important to than you. Thank you very much. So anyway, that's just a a rant about that. What do you think about it? Do you agree with me or don't you agree with me? I just don't agree that these people should get a free, a free pass uh, into this country just because of what's happening. But when there's we've got problems on our own doorstep, with people sitting in the streets, Edinburgh is becoming more populated with homeless these days. I've seen it. It's crazy. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop. Uh, one thing I went to... Another thing that came up was... Um, Caitlin Jenner, this was like a couple of weeks ago... The Woman of the Year Award. Now, Caitlin Jenner, you can agree with me or disagree, she was born a man. Well, he was Bruce Jenner. He was a man. Now, she decided to have a sex change, become a woman, or transgendered, and become a woman. Now, it was, there was a story of a woman who went and died, an ex-firefighter cop died, went in back into the, one of the tower blocks of 9-11, and... It, she got an award, and the husband or the ex-partner I mean, handed the award back for being a... because of this in disgust, which I don't blame them. Technically, Bruce... Well, Caitlin Jenner is not technically a man. She's... OK, she's had... She, in, uh, her bones are kind of... parts inside are all parts of a man, technically. She, she's she had a few... taken a few tablets, going a, to a pair the tits... Bibs, whatever you call them, and uh, whether she's had the the snip yet, as in, that's it, your balls are taken off, had the snip like a what happens when you take the dog to the vet. Um, but anyway, um, what's your view on this? She now she's let more, she just because she's famous, because she's one of the Kardashians, or she's one of this, she's um, it's ridiculous. These people, there's people out there like serving army officers and. Serving police women, uh, serving people who do so much, flipping more. I've done so much, blinking more over the years. And sorry, Caitlyn Jenner, because who she is gets a, what, a transgendered Woman of the, the Women of the Year Award. It's a flipping joke. What's she done? Oh, I've taken some tablets. I've now become a, a woman. You know, you can get the Women of the Year Award. F- piss off. It's ridiculous. Have a flippin' word. And Glamour magazine Glamour magazine actually stand by their decision. I say Glamour magazine, don't shove your head up your ass. Really? Have a word. Uh, uh, Sorry, I think it's the the favouritism in this the way things are going at the moment, the favoritism. The people who bust their balls bust their ass to do so much more for community or the country they live in. Uh, whether it's in the army or whatever they do, they do so much more, but people like this just seem to get winning up, get preferential treatment. Just what have they done? Be on the television. What have they done? Have they fought for their country or anything? Hey, no. Makes a joke. It's an absolute joke. So anyway, that's my rant about that. And if you have your opinion, please uh, email us at gmail.com. Please tell us what you think uh, regarding the show. We've obviously talked about uh, the council cuts in Edinburgh, maybe uh, extending the, the tram line down Leithwalk, but they want to make cuts in other services. Also, that uh, the well, the, the typical joke of a 30 grand bus lane—that was interesting, but they had to—it's going to gonna cost them 30 grand to rip the damn thing up. Uh, Prince Charles thinking, well, climate change is to do with Syria. Uh, it's a bit of a joke. And the homeless and Syrian refugees, well, homeless are getting put to the back of the line. You give us your viewpoints and what you think. And hope you enjoy the music with Rick Parma, which is fantastic. Uh, and we hopefully we'll have more music. And we've got Jazz Miller as well. We're going to get some more music in play, which will be great. Uh, the more the better. And um, we're going to jive it up. But this is the, the home of Scotland's home of free speech. This new home of free speech. We're going to develop this. You will watch the space. Time is going re- to re- jive this up big time. I um got an interview coming up with a chiropractor tomorrow, which you'll be hearing on the next next show, and how she was part of an abusive relationship as well, and how she's turned her life around to where she is now and get some health benefits from a chiropractor. So uh, over in America, she's just launched a book. So uh, it'll be interesting to talk about her book and etc. etc. So but till now let's uh, wrap up the show and I thank you for listening to the Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show and let's uh, play it with some I'll see if see more music, but I think I'll put some more music from Jazz Miller and this time so a bit more jazz and you can sit and relax and just close this podcast off with some jazz from Jazz Miller. So anyway, till next time, peace love and hugs, stay hard, stay hungry and I'll uh, speak to you next time bavana